Warning. This episode contains strong language. I have Facebook stock too. I don't even know where it's at. Uh, I refuse. So I got fired by them, which is a whole nother whiny story, uh, which it's, you know, people are like, I'm like, well, yeah, you got fired, dude. Shut up. Like, um, like homeboy in, in the social network. Right? Yes. Which I've never seen. You haven't seen that movie, dude. I was living it, man. Like Sean Parker. <laughs> I worked for Zuck. Like, I don't, it's like, yeah. How often do you watch your own sex tape? <laughs> if I have one dog that would be all i watched i'm not gonna lie i'd break it up into clips probably nice digestible clips jre you're like yeah psa (laughs) these are psas of of patrick making love (laughs) welcome to the lone star play podcast i'm your host patrick scott armstrong join me and a famous guest we discuss their career life food texas and everything in between let's get started Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Lone Star Play Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Scott Armstrong. All right, let's get to this. My guest today is Noah Kagan. Awesome guest. He was the uh, 30th, let me get this right. He was a 30th employee at Facebook, okay? And now he's running several companies. Uh, He's here in Austin and um, he's been here a while. And he had some great stories to tell. You know, what I thought was unique about Noah was um, he has like never seen the social network. Didn't watch like that. Remember that that documentary on Netflix just came out, The Social Dilemma, right? Like he he was just like, don't care. Lived it. That's what he said. I lived it. Didn't want to see the social network, right? Like, uh, you know, very interesting. His comments about Facebook, YouTube, some other different companies. I don't want to spoil it, but very interesting uh, take on tech and what's happening. Um, so great conversation. Um, his website is um, he's got a few different things going on, but you, you can basically check him out. You can go to okdork.com. Uh, that's right. <laughs> it's a blog about marketing and uh, starting businesses, self-exploration and his love of tacos. So see, we, we you definitely got along on that uh, for sure. Um, so, you know, check him out online. Noah Kagan, K-A-G-A-N. That's all right. K-A-G-A-N. There we go. K-A-G-A-N. Yeah. Uh, and he's also got a company called AppSumo. So, um, which, uh, you know, helps companies, does different things. He goes into further, he, he goes into depth about further about, you know, what AppSumo does and, and giveaways and, uh, you know, their, their structure, everything they do. Okay. I, I just, I totally butchered that. Right. That, that came out horrible. Just AppSumo, Noah Kagan, you'll hear it. Okay. So anyway, it's a great episode. I, I really enjoyed it. Our conversation was awesome. He, um, he sort of caught me off guard cause he started asking me questions and sort of interviewing me, if you will. Um, he was a cool guy. You know, we had a conversation like, I'd known the guy for a while or something, or I already knew him, you know, that, that sort of kind of conversation. It was cool. Great guy. Um, again, very cool. Honestly, it'd be really cool to sort of check in with him every once in a while, see what he thinks about what's happening, uh, with tech and, and that sort of thing. It was cool. So this is sort of in the vein of, um, uh, the episode we had with Matt Mullenweg, um, Worley, uh, those sorts of things. And if you don't know who they are, Check those podcasts out and you'll find out. Matt Mollerweg is the founder of WordPress. Okay, WordPress, hello. Uh, so yeah, anyway, that's a great episode, but th- this is about Noah, okay? But we have other great episodes. So just trying to tell you what sort of vein it's in. Um, yeah, really cool. So anyway, before we get to the episode, as always, time for Bet You Didn't Know That segment. Bet You Didn't Know. The pumpkin originated in Mexico about 9,000 years ago. Wow. I did. I honestly did not know that. I have no idea where pumpkins came from. You know, Charlie Brown. That's all. I I don't know. Um, I thought they were just here. You know. (laughs) You know. Uh, But, you know, that's, I mean, it makes sense. Because a lot of fruits and vegetables um, aren't where you think they came from. You know. Uh, Tomatoes you know, in Mexico, 
All right, they didn't come from Mexico. Potatoes, bananas, right? All these things we eat, zucchini, squash, these things we create, we a lot, a lot of, we really created them. We moved them around, brought seeds, trade routes, right? So it's, it's very interesting. Uh, so that's cool. The pumpkin, 9,000 years ago, Mexico. All right. Um, ooh. Yeah, this is sort of interesting. Um, Parker County is the official peach capital of Texas. I don't know that. Definitely peaches are massive in Texas, Texas peaches. So Parker County is the official peach capital of Texas. That's kind of cool. All right. This is very, this next one is absolutely mind boggling. But if you really break it down, it makes sense. So it could be different for some people and uh, you'll see why. Okay. Bet you didn't know an average person in the U.S. eats 35 tons of food in a lifetime okay well how how many pounds is a ton Two thousand pounds okay so you're talking seventy thousand pounds of food in a lifetime that's a lot of food right that is a so that's why it's important to watch what you eat because if your diet you know think about what you're putting in your body it's crazy okay this is the last one here we go. Bet you didn't know honeybees are the only insects that produce food for humans. Think about that. They're the only insects that pro that produce food for humans, right? Honey, obviously, right? So that's interesting. Yeah, you're right. What other insects are we grabbing what they make? God, bees are amazing, right? Bees are really amazing. Usually all like all these documentaries about bees and and really how influential they are to the, you know, ecosystem. It's absolutely amazing. They say, you know, I'm, I'm, this could be all wrong. I mean, it's not all wrong, but the details of it, but basically they say if, let's say bees went extinct, they say that'd be the end of us. You know, there, there's a whole reason why, and you know, I'm not gonna get into all that, you can Google it, but it's very interesting. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed that segment, okay. Um, another great thing about Texas Real Food is their website, all right? So uh, apart from just being able to go on there and put in your zip code and, you know, find the greatest places around you, right, that are doing organic, all natural sort of stuff, okay, farm to table restaurants and uh, just regular restaurants that are doing great stuff, right, um, uh, butchers, uh, uh, farmers markets, you know, and even grocers and and just little you know stores and and knickknacks. You know, even products you can get Texas and locally that you can order that sort of stuff. I mean, it's really just amazing, right? Just put in your your zip code and watch what happens. All right. Um, aside from that, they also you know we got the podcast, but we've also got um, this uh, great part of the website. So TexasRealFood.com/slash/discover. And they've got, you know, books and pot reviews, right? So they'll, we'll review books and podcast stuff to do with food. Um, there's recipes, articles, just, right, just a great resource, all kind of great stuff. Um, and it's updated literally weekly, constantly. Um, so awesome. So another feature right now is books and eBooks to gift this holiday season. So that's a cool uh, article right now. Go check it out along with some other things. So I thought I'd just highlight that. All right. So as always, you want to learn more about our podcast, go to thelonestarplate.com. It can let you know about me more, past episodes, like I mentioned before, and just any other resource. Uh, you know, it can, it can, from there, you can find out where the podcast is played out. Because remember, we're on YouTube. We've got the clips there. We break it down. Uh, YouTube's doing great. Uh, we're really excited for the new season. We're going to have our own YouTube channel. It will be the Lone Star Plate channel. Um, our social media as well. It'll be the Lone Star Plate. You know, um, I don't know exactly the handle. Um, as soon as we have it, I will tell you. So, um, but yeah, so really excited about all that coming up for the new season. Anyway, enough of me blabbing. Let's get to um, our guest, right? What we're all here for. This is Noah Kagan again the uh 30th employee at facebook i'm sure he hates hearing that every time right it's like yeah dang i always gotta that's how i'm known right well, i mean but, but, but look you know to, to be fair uh when i you know that that's just sort of a feature of him uh, but that's not everything about him by no means and we get into that on the podcast he's a very great guy um 
doing a lot of great things, very successful. And yeah, let's check out the podcast. All right, Noah Kagan, enjoy. Hey, brother, how we doing? Delightful. How are you? Delightful. Excellent. Excellent answer. Yeah, great, man. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time today. Dude, great looking studio, dude. Appreciate it. Thank you. That means a lot coming from you. Does it? I'm in my kitchen. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, honestly, I don't think it means a lot, but I I appreciate the remarks. No, absolutely. Hey, I'm all about kitchens, man. Uh, Look, uh, you know, I'm a chef. I work in kitchens. Uh, I would do the in the kitchen if I could, uh, but my dogs will just be all over me. This is like... The, you know, you the got supper. the most like uh, American name I've ever heard. Like I could see you in a in a barbecue joint. That's hilarious, right? I do. And what's funny is my mom's from Mexico City, so you know. But my dad's St. Louis, so we just went straight. And my mom was like, "No, we're just gonna give him this this totally white name, right?" You know. <laughs> Love it. I uh, wonder how your name would be if it was like uh, Ribs Ribs yeah. Armstrong <laughs> Pickle. Where's my boy Pickle? Oh, like Pickle. Oh, Pickle Armstrong. Oh, uh, that pick- I mean, that's a cool nickname. I can go by Pickle any day. I love Pickles. I don't trust someone who doesn't like Pickles. I do love Pickles. That, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I love pickling anything. To oh, be honest with hells you. yes. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm all about the cold pickle. What, what kind of pickling do you do? But I do the cold pickling process for most things. I pickled back in the day. So I've, I've gone through different like food experiments. I'm in a new, I'm in a new one right now, but I pickled back in the day. I was like, it's kind of easier just to buy them. The one thing I have a For strong sure. opinion on though, is that those sweet pickles and people who like those and how much I don't like those people. <laughs> I've never met a like, Oh, I love these, these sweet dill. I'm like, dude, that is gross. That's I, just I you, you just met one. You're you a did, sweet person. Did, I, I don't mind them. Give I'll eat friends. I'll eat any of them. I, I'm no, look, not the sweet ones. The sweet I ones like are just food, nasty. man. You're talking to somebody that you know deals with food all the time. I love, I love any type of food. Uh, it has its place. I've always found that every ingredient has its place. I'll say that. Yeah, uh, and the garbage, man. But it, <laughs> it, the garbage is where that that food is actually supposed to be. I think now it sounds going to be better. I wasn't actually on the microphone. Uh, yeah, it did change there. There's that also. Did it sound better now? Yeah, it does, but I mean, it didn't sound bad before. Oh, just even better now. Yeah, but I can just hear it's just on it's honestly just how my voice sounds. But no, there's foods <laughs> I, I think there's foods that are like there's universal foods that people like, and then there's some foods that just people like blue cheese. I'm a, how do you feel about it? Love blue cheese. Love it. Asians hate blue cheese. Really? Asians hate it. I don't know what I, actually I knew one that liked it one time. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna ask my friend G. He's a Korean chef. Um, I'm gonna see if he likes blue cheese. Eh, he probably he's, he, you know, chefs are. That's the thing. You talk to a chef, they're gonna give you a different answer, you know, than maybe just a general person. You're like, no, they're not. No, no, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, I do. I for sure. Yeah, because you never know. A chef, look, a chef. You know, I've worked with you know really just phenomenal chefs. You know, James Beard Award winners, and they'll literally they'll throw a hot pocket in the fucking microwave <laughs> and eat that bitch. So, by the way, you're who are you? I, I do apologize. I didn't spend my whole day. I was oh. gonna. Sp- so literally, my plan today was to spend the past week just consuming all your content, talking to your friends, your ex girlfriends, <laughs> best people who've been at your. Re- I didn't get around to doing that. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. You're better off. Uh, you're living a better Maybe life not. that way. No, you are. I promise you. You, you. I lived it. I can tell you, it's not anything fun. Dude, uh, is your life awesome? Tell me how. If, how is I your love life? my life. Yeah, I love like what I life. want your life now yes dude tell me about that that sounds good yes now yes yeah i love my life man i've got i've got uh especially during a pandemic in fact i feel guilty a lot of times at least right now uh because things aren't that you know personally they're not so bad uh but for other people they are which you know that that sucks uh, i guess that's the worst part about it but yeah man things are things no, are no, Han, so tell me how your life is so awesome like who's well i get to do what i love uh i get to do what i love all day long uh my dogs are in good health my wife's in good health uh my family is in uh good health my immediate family my brother his his uh children so my nephews my mother um you know she's in good health my father's not around anymore uh but you know everybody's it's like okay well, good. That's good to me, dude. See, I have a level of success. Very simple. Everything's going good. I'm I'm happy. 
And that's all it takes for me. Do what I love. And that's it. Right. For you too, maybe uh, doing what you love. Yeah, man. When I, when your name is Pickles, like, <laughs> just, like <laughs> you just have great days, my man. Uh, you know? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. That's hilarious. That is so the, uh, no, I think it's interesting The people, I wonder how people would rate their own lives. Cause I think when we actually take that moment to like, think about how our lives are going, it's like, oh shit, it's actually gone pretty sweet. That is true. Perspective, right? Uh, sometimes if you see something, you travel, you go somewhere, you're like, yeah, man, I love my life back home or uh, seeing, seeing the opposite of what maybe what you have, you appreciate it. Uh, maybe a little that's, bit more. Dude, that's why I have a lot of poor friends. I just <laughs> they like make you feel better. A lot of poor, just to feel good. I'm like, you know what? I don't need a lot. And the lot I have is more than these poor bastards. <laughs> so, the other th actually, there was a, there's some dating books back in the day that were fascinating that said, it's always good to go out with someone just a little bit uglier than you. Because then contrasting wise, then people were like, well, this guy's actually pretty good looking. So yeah, my friends are my friends. I think I am the ugly one in the friends group, but I, I just gonna ask where, where do you out. stand? Yeah, that that's hilarious. That is funny. Well, I can I know where I've been in relationships then. I know what uh, I'm the bottom end of that for sure. Are you? Are you yeah. the bottom? Oh, man, my wife's gorgeous. Uh, you know, I definitely always you go up, you date up. Trust me, I tell my wife all the time, what are you doing? You're dating down here. This is like, damn, you know, you went the other you got way. one of them. I've heard about this because you know? I think the most successful relationships I've seen are when the person says, I feel like I, I you know, I, I, I married up or I can't believe they married me. Those are the yeah. ones where I'm like, damn, this, this that's like, that's a uh, aspirational inspiration. That, that's how I feel for sure. I'm like, I always looking around like, this isn't you know this isn't real she's gonna wake up from this nightmare so, well when she takes point. the handcuffs off yeah and i let her out i mean i'm so grateful uh, oh shit so patrick scott I armstrong lives an amazing life loves ribs and then you're a love. chef yeah and we're here to talk austin food or we can talk honestly i'm happy to do this conversation till five or, or whatever you think your audience would be the most <laughs> excited about yeah, we always talk a little bit of food, but uh, I always like to get uh, we, we talk about the guest and, you know, what, what you're up to, Noah, what you've been doing, um, you know, what you're up to now. I looked into your history a little bit, so I've got a couple questions. Always curious. Uh, you know, the way I put it for the podcast is I, you know, I don't really do interviews. That's not really my my jam. I just have conversations with people just like we're having. So, yeah, we'll just jump into a few things, man. I saw you were I saw something. I didn't know really what it meant. So maybe you can explain it to me and my audience. Yes. Um, it said number 30 Facebook. What, what does that mean? Uh, you, you were the 30th, 30th employee. employee? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got so it. when I was in, I grew up, I, I think part of that was luck in terms of being in the Bay area. Yeah. I uh, rolled the dice that my parents made love and I was born there and all that kind of stuff. And then, yeah, I submitted a resume. I was building a lot of websites and was really active in, you know, online stuff in 2004 and I uh, got a job there. So I was number 30. Did, did it, was it called Facebook at the time or was it called the Facebook or did it have a different, what did it you see when you applied? Just transferred, it, it was the Facebook. It just transferred over to the Facebook. I met the guy who actually bought the domain for them. He got 3,500 Facebook shares. Wow. Oh my God. So do the math. Holy shit. Just for, for the domain. Wow. So I don't know how much their stock is, but yeah, let me see. Uh, he, he did all I right have on Facebook that. stock too. I don't even know where it's at. Uh, I refuse. So I got fired by them, which is a whole nother whiny story, uh, which it's, you know, it's, people are like, I'm like, well, yeah, you got fired, dude. Shut up. Um, like, like homeboy in, in the social network. Right? Yes. Which I've never seen. You haven't seen that movie, dude. I was living it, man. Like Sean Parker. <laughs> I worked for Zuck. Like, I don't, it's like, yeah. How often do you watch your own sex tape? <laughs> if I have one. Dog, that would be all I watched. I'm not gonna lie. I'd, I'd break it up into clips, probably nice digestible clips. JRE, you're like yeah. PSA. These are PSAs of of Patrick making love. <laughs> they would be no pun intended. They'd be short clips, very but, short. Like Instagram, yeah, uh, yeah. or Snapchats. They They'd disappear. be Snapchats. They would be photos. You could really just the photo was enough to show it. That's, uh, that's all you one frame. Yeah, so I was number thirty there, dude. I'm rich. Number Actually, 30. I never got any money from there. A lot of really? I think that people always wonder too. They're like, oh man, sure. you were, you know, yeah. All the, there's all these people that 
I'm assuming that's your third kitchen in your house. You know. <laughs> no, I live a very simple life. I live in an 800 square foot house. Uh, I think it's pretty. You know, it's funny when people are, man. I live. In, I'm so. I live in such a tight. You know, I live in a 2,000 square foot tiny house. I'm like. That, that sounds pretty rich to me. <laughs> like, yeah, that's like, bro, I drive a 2004 house. Miata yeah. <laughs> so I don't, and, and a 2014 Buddy scooter. So I don't know what kind of life you're living. Oh, man, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's not the definition of a tiny house. I, dude, I cannot believe you haven't seen this. Such, I, I just figured you'd be curious no, I, to see I'll the social network. It's David Fincher. Are you, you know, just being I a love film Finch, fan, dude. right? Yeah, just being I a love film Finch. fan. It took, me, it took me like 20 years to watch Titanic. So some, I think sometimes, I, I never I realized understand. it's Patrick. But sometimes I think my nature is that if if it's popular for a lot of people, I like I want to I like intentionally want to go against it. I get so it. not not all the time, but sometimes. Uh, I get it. I get it. That that one's look. It's a good movie. Just on its own. Obviously, I didn't live that life, but uh, I'd be curious what your. That's what I would want to know. Well, how real did they get it? You know, obviously it's a movie, but to what extent did they? You know, get some of the characteristics or mannerisms or I'm sure the storytelling was you know, dramatized, uh, for sure. Um, I don't it know. Happened. It was a crazy yeah. time. I yeah. think what's interesting about that, I think all the time, when, when did have, you like, leave? When, when did you leave? I the got company? fired in 2006. You like I think saying that you like, <laughs> well, what's more interesting for the audience though. Um, it's just like, how do you put yourself in these places? I think yeah. that's the fascinating part. Sure. Right. Like I was just on a, it, you know, it, it was going to do amazing no matter what, whether who was there or not. Did you feel and, that energy when you started there? Dude, that was I was obsessed. Everyone was obsessed. And I think when we're, you know, I, I'm known for starting businesses and marketing and the people listening, uh, check it out on YouTube as well, youtube.com slash okdork. But not but. And so I think it's important. It's like, what's a company or what's a city like Austin where we're at that you could be a part of something that is just something's happening. Yeah. And in my lifetime, I've been very, very fortunate to be a part of that a few times. No, that's awesome. No, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, you know, when did Facebook really take off? It was like 2009, 2010 or sooner? I mean, I guess I would argue that's kind of like an iceberg. Like you only see the top, right? Yeah. You're saying like, but in 2005, when I joined, we had 10 million people. In 2006, it got to like, I don't know, 50 I mean, the oh, the growth really? is not normal. Yeah, yeah. And I think it, it went mainstream, mainstream probably 2008. Yeah, more okay. or less more mainstream. But it was already, there was really no doubt it wasn't going to be this big. This, this is bigger than I expected, but no doubt it was going to be huge. This size, what? I don't know, I, I will say Mark had, you know, pretty big uh, aspirations even at that point. Sure. Do you feel the reason it's so popular now is the same reason it was popular then and getting popular or has that I changed? think it's becoming less popular. I actually would I would sell your Facebook stock, dump that shit. Really? Yeah, Interesting. Big time. You oh, think like they're the 100%. next IBM or something or MySpace? I have not been impressed with Facebook's moves in years, right? Like I think they've stopped innovating. I think they're too scrutinized. Like honestly, they're so big that like Mark honestly like yeah, he wants domination, he wants all the power. But I, don't, I think deep down he's a good dude, not good as relative, but I don't think he's trying to be super malicious. But I think now they're just so big that anything they do is like, oh, it's against the Democrats. Oh, it's against, you yeah. know, whatever. He's for, the, I think it's almost too big. And the level of innovation is unimpressive from them. Interesting. Uh, and I think their significance, you know, honestly, they can be replaced by text messaging. And that's scary. Wow. Wow, that is I mean, scary. let's take your, let's take yourself, for example. Sure. We're, we're, you're in your 30s okay, or 20s? Wow, thanks. I'm 41. Looking, dude, you look hot, bro. Let's yeah, have a barbecue. Man. Oh my God. I'm saving that clip, pickles. Dude, please Just do. Just FYI. We're going to have some beard beard rubs. So <laughs> you're in, people in like 10s and 20s are very, very little use of Facebook, relatively. In your 40s now, how's your Facebook usage gone? Uh, More, I think. Oh, More? more. Yeah, I use it more just because of the podcast. Like I have to promote work, but personally, I don't put up as much personal stuff. I, that makes sense. I almost don't put anything personal on it. And and I think this is more, com I'm not unique. And then just to give you an example, I'm giving away my Tesla for Black Friday as part of AppSumo.com, our company. And wow. yeah, normally like a few years ago, I would do that and that shit would go crazy. People have, we've done, you know, wild giveaways. This time it was like, 10 likes so on one hand you could say i have no friends and you know it's probably but the more re the bigger reality is that people aren't on facebook 
people aren't checking that as much. And even Instagram and I think YouTube is where the opportunity is for business and, and platforms and blogs still. Yeah. But I think Facebook, like the only products that Facebook have that are kind of interesting, WhatsApp, Instagram, Oculus, and even, you know, WhatsApp is the only one that seems like it's used regularly. Uh, I feel like I Instagram use people are reducing as well. Yeah, I use WhatsApp. I only use WhatsApp for inter like international. So my wife's from Spain. So, you Ooh, know, nice caliente. Right. So I used to live in Europe, just have friends. Right. My mom's from Mexico. It's easier to talk to people outside of America on WhatsApp because that's what they have. That's what they use. And it's free and you can do so much with it. Right. So it's uh, but that's the only reason I use it. I don't use it here inside to talk to people. Um, you know, with that. But yeah, I could definitely see about Facebook. I, maybe for more older people, they like still using it. I don't know. I guess I think the older people are definitely. I mean, they, some of the UI stuff, I don't know how they use it. I like, I go on, I'm like, yo, what? Is, it's so cluttered. I'm like, yo, what is happening? It really here? is. I hate using it, to be honest with you. I'm a big, and I, I like being on YouTube or on YouTube. I like watching shit on YouTube. Oh, sure. dude, I love YouTube. I think in yeah. terms of business opportunities for anyone out there, the biggest opportunity for if you're unemployed, if you're overemployed, uh, is YouTube. Like I 100% would bet a lot on you. If it was a standalone company, I'd buy all the stock I could. Wow, interesting. Yeah, I love the con I love the idea of it, the concept of it. Absolutely, everything. It's honestly my main source of, you know, content. That with like Netflix and you know Prime. It's like I make. It's just one of those. It's not anything different. You know, it's that good to me. Uh, the content it's that I can find on there. Tucks you into bed, man. It. Oh man music to my ears here yeah absolutely uh what so it is interesting like the way they'll connect right so you've got instagram that's connected with facebook and they're trying to be different but at the end of the day they're not really right i mean and the same with youtube and all these other things do you see social media i guess you do see facebook going away but not social media going away you just see that aspect of facebook do you think another facebook is just going to pop up something like it take its place I mean, what, what, which, I guess the one thing you'd ask is what place did Facebook take? They didn't, I don't think they took anything. I think they created a new People way always for us say to... MySpace. I mean, just, no, but just I think thinking the, of my friends of... or whatever. Is it real? I, you know, probably not. Yeah. Well, I guess what I was more discussing is that I think they create, there's a new category created, which is like now we can actually have different, we can connect online and, and share these different things. Um, I'm not sure how it's going to be going in the future. I don't think something's going to replace it potentially because like, a lot of things that get replaced, it's not the it's not the exact thing that 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 screws you up. It's something totally different. Yeah. Um, like at Facebook, we were really we were never worried about at MySpace. We were worried about Google. We we're like, wow, those guys could eventually do something at their scale. They never. Google finally did it with Google Photos. But here's the thing: Would you think Google Photos is Facebook's competitor? You're like, no, not at all. But it's like, actually, all. I upload all my photos there. I have phone like there's a billion Android phones, and now I'm sending photos. You're like, huh? That is kind of so. That's a little bit where I'd, I'm not bullish on Facebook whatsoever. I think in terms of social media and all that stuff, I think YouTube with video is really interesting. Uh, I haven't really explored deeply like Triller or some of these new social networks. I mean, I think that. Apple. Honestly, I wish Apple would just update their shit so like you could just have like un, you could make things unread. You could organize your messages. I think they have an amazing opportunity uh, to make their messaging way more powerful. Interesting, and that would pull people away from it. Yeah, that. Oh, that yeah, is because like on your Apple, like now the two things on your your messages is kind of Apple Pay, where I can. How, do you use Apple Pay? Yeah, yeah, dude, it's dope. I love it. So dope. And then it. Apple Messages, but like, how often have you used Apple Pay to send someone else money, like to, via the messages? Very little. I mean, I, twice. I have like one weird ass friend. It's that one weirdo. Go, dude, yeah, you know, totally. everyone's got yeah. that weird friend that wants like, to use it. Just dollars. use it. Yeah, here's four dollars. Yeah. Whatever it is. And so I, I think it's the games not a lot of people to talk about. Oh, wow. They created an emojis. No one's using that shit. No. So I think no. that is a really interesting play because they also have a billion active users a month that they yeah. could have a, a really interesting uh, deeper usage of, of uh, Facebook, of, of the messaging. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I never heard that before. But you're right. That's it's just like right at the fingertips. Um, you know, it's almost like people use Facebook because well it's just there but if some other option or something pulled them away they would abandon it immediately because i don't actually know anyone that's ever said well i love facebook it's the greatest thing i've ever it was well, i actually i, I would know. say facebook was dope i did like I, yeah i mean i still use it I, i'm not trying to i mean it has helped me in a lot of ways stay connected or this or that or help me with a project or whatever but that has definitely gone downhill now you know it's like almost impossible and if you have a business on there 
That's why I think a lot of people abandoned it is because you had to pay to just get to people that already liked you. It was like, well, what was the point of that? They already like me and follow me now to get in front of them. I have to pay ads. And it's just this constant pressure to, you know, put money into it. And I don't know. I never liked that. I mean, I think what's interesting about Facebook is it's still like as an advertiser, a really large amount of people that you can reach from it. Sure. And there's not there's only a few places on the web that you can reach many people at scale. Reddit, Google, Facebook, Amazon. I guess Netflix, but there's no advertising that there yet. How do you do it on Amazon? Well, like products and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. Because there's no... Amazon doesn't have some sort of a social network thing, right? They don't have... Not yet. Not yet. Why wouldn't they come up with something? that That is interesting. I mean, you have to think Amazon's got everyone's credit card. Everyone's got your information, all this yeah. stuff. I think what's interesting is how we're... I mean, all this stuff is pretty fucking new. Yeah, for sure. I didn't grow up with right. it. You didn't either, right? Like, this is all new. I didn't. I mean, I, yeah, I think we grew up right at the beginning of it. Um, like, in, I grew up in Silicon Valley, so, like, I grew up where, as it was going. Uh, I didn't, I wasn't born with having a, you know, social network, all that kind of stuff in the beginning. Uh, I was in a generation similar. You were, like, getting your Gmail account was, like, oh, my God, I got the name. Bobby Billy 44, totally, you know, yes. like, at Gmail. That where you had to fight for it, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. But I, but, yeah. I think Facebook, yeah, yeah, it's an interesting time, my man. It really is. Uh, did, did you see that movie on Netflix by any chance? The social. I didn't watch that one either. I, there's some shit that doesn't appeal. It's like, yeah. is it basically like, can you tell me about it? It's like social media is the devil. Yeah, that's basically all it said. You know, it's ruining us. Uh, but it also, you know, I feel it also like releases the burden of people's personal responsibility. I, I don't feel like that's talked enough as well i mean i get okay the the social media is trying to do this and disinformation whatever. how about just critical thinking on on people's parts and being able to right disseminate information and because that's the real problem if we just keep coming up right with businesses and think that we're not actually putting out the fire taking care of the real problem is you know teaching people to understand the information and maybe because social media is so new Maybe that just needs to be worked into education to help people understand their digital self, if you will, more. I, mean, I don't we're know. We're still figuring all this out. It's still really early. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So you're not. So you're not really active on social media, except more for just business stuff. Um, don't get me wrong. Like I, I do check. The, I think everyone's got to figure out if it's benefiting them. I think that's the problem that social media has fucked a lot of people. Is that it's it's an unconscious like activity that is a net negative so meaning that like we wake up we get on the shit we do stuff and it's half an hour of our lives are gone and i'm like why am i sweating in my boxers or now i feel jealous or now i'm feeling disappointed or now i'm feeling like this morning i got up and i did check instagram but i, I also unfollowed everyone so i don't really have much to check there but it creates some level of anxiety uh so i i think everyone should take ownership of their time. I don't, I think social media can be really beneficial. Like it can be inspiring. Right. Like, wow, here's cities I always wanted to go to. Here's, uh, items I might want to buy. Here's understandings. But I think it's, it, people need to be more, uh, intentional about how they're spending their time on it. And if it is also to waste time, that's fucking great too, but be aware of that. And I think it's the unconsciousness part that I, I'd really try to scourge, like turn off your notifications, unfollow everybody that's not benefiting you. And I, I think people aren't really active on that. Yeah, that's a great point. Absolutely. Just declutter. Well, I think people, everything. you know, the problem though, Patrick, is that people hear that. Everyone knows that. But we just don't do anything about it. Sure. Of course. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah I heard that guy said, yeah. But it, and maybe it's also finding something else more beneficial to spend that time on. It, you know what like, it is? Oh, wow. It's, I'm enjoying reading. I mean, it's the new smoking. You know, it's yeah. bad for you. You know? But we you still like do it. I mean, I smoke. That's why I said that. You know, I still you smoke, smoke cigarettes? cigarettes. I still smoke cigarettes. Man. Oh, how you're 41. What kind of you smoke? 41. I, I roll cigarettes. So I just buy American Spirit and old school roll them. So I don't smoke that much. Uh, when I feel like one, I roll it up. You know, I want to put the work into it, the effort. The old cowboy what I'm way. hoping is you're while you're smoking the cigarette, you're on Instagram, just kind of like wasting, you know, like as long as you're going to do it, go all the way. That's it. That's exactly what it is. You know, just going to, you know, cruise some time. I, you know, to be honest with you, I'll more read articles and stuff when I'm on my phone and stuff. So I don't really peruse social media so much. I'm more just jump in, see how it's helping me. And then I'm out. 
I know it's a little selfish, but I don't like spending too much time with it to, to be fair. You know, I'm, I'm more, I just want to read, catch up on news. That's my problem. That's where I've got to learn to step the away. News thing? And, yeah, absolutely. I've got to learn what, to step the away news from that, that more. It, man, I stopped reading the news more or less because it just didn't, it's not, it's not relevant. It's just like, it's, it's, it's more entertainment shit. than, than, than information. Sure. I would totally agree with that. Yeah. But absolutely. what do you, is it just kind of like habit or what do you get out of yeah, it? Yeah. Habit, especially with the podcast lately, you know, just trying to always stay informed on what's going on with current events. That way, if whoever's talking to me brings something up, I can have somewhat of a conversation and, you know, that sort of thing. Um, I don't know. And, and, and more as I got older, I remember watching my father when I was a kid and, you know, he always watched the news and he always read the paper and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I just thought, that's so boring. I'm never going to do that. Here I am doing the same thing that, you know, uh, I don't want to do. So I do catch myself and I'll just turn off the TV and play with my dogs or, you know, do, do something else uh, that's completely active. Let's go for a walk. Let's get out. Uh, I enjoy that a lot, too. Um, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, you know, fucking tough. I don't know what I'm doing. Just trying None to live this life. Yeah, I, I mean, I just that's it. I love that, man. Like no one really like I think we I look at my business partner. I just had a meeting before this one. I'm like, oh, he knows everything. And then sometimes he's wrong. I'm like, bitch, he's wrong. <laughs> and then it's like, wow, not. And I think we think that a lot of the time. Yeah. Like, oh, Noah knows Mark. I don't know. So I'm figuring this shit out, too. Yeah, I know my absolutely. experiences. Sure. I have an idea, but uh, it's kind of like in the restaurant world, Lone Star plate. I don't I don't know if we're going to talk about plates or not. We don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. Are you like a plate store, by the way? Is that your like real job? You work, you sell plates? No, but I, I could get into that. I think I could you should. get into play. I do love plates. But, but anyways, even with restaurant on restaurant tours, that's funny, man. I never realized they had their own name. Like an, they got their yeah. own entrepreneur name. That's right. Because like, uh, you know uh, why? Because it's a special type of business, man. It really is. It's so a you, tough business. I would I'd hate tough. to be in a restaurant business. Oh, it's it's uh that's why I'm out of it right now. I'm sure I'll get back to it at some point. Um, you know, like you're out of so. it or you're unemployed. No, I'm out of it. I, 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 yeah, so, I, 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 I sold, uh, no, of course, of course. I, uh, I sold, uh, the business last year, last South by. I, I was done with, uh, uh being, being directly in the food business. I still like to be involved with food, but yeah, d oh, done yeah, with it for now. D just did it for too long. Uh, it, it does, it wears on you. It's just a different type of job. It's like, a, you know, I, honestly, you know what? When I talk to like nurses and doctors, I get the same feelings that chefs and cooks and stuff talk about that. They sort of talk about the same uh, things, which is just long hours. You miss everything. You don't have any friends. There's no social life. You know, you, you miss big events in people's lives because you help other people celebrate their birthdays and anniversaries. Oh, and, you know, so you help them celebrate, but you don't ever get to celebrate. Um, you miss New Year's. You miss Thanksgiving. You're going to miss, you know, you're, you're probably there for Christmas morning maybe but then you've got christmas lunch you've got to head back to or something or prep or something you know what i mean it's just a, it's nonsense uh so i'm just done with it I was done with that to be what else do we know about restaurants i was thinking like the only difference between you and the, and the doctor is that they're making a lot of money doing it and you're not 100 percent, and they're uh, you know 100 times smarter you know and they're doing surgery they're and they're saving lives dog we literally say that in restaurants don't get upset we're not we're not saving lives here there's no life on the line. I think line. that's a great point. Don't worry about that dish. Uh, yeah, because in the beginning, well, you you can be very passionate about what's that, and you'll get so angry with things because you care. But the more experience you get, you learn to let that shit go and realize, look, let's have a good time here. That just let the dish go. Do it again. Just move on. You know, don't don't think about it. I don't know. I think it's great to care about. I'm sure you care about your craft. You do, um, but you learn you learn where to put the energy because that's important. If you waste the energy on negativity and what and what screwed up, and you just focus on that, you, you've got to move on to the next dish. Why? Because there's more tickets coming in. There's shit to do. You don't have time for that. Plus, people are looking to you. They're asking you for shit. Where's this? Where's that? You're multitasking so why do you work a lot. In the restaurant industry it sounds horrible. You know, when you say it out loud, yeah, it does. It does sound horrible. But when you're there there's something about it that energy uh making that happen it's like dancing you, you feel like you're in a dance group because when service is really going right everybody's moving like a symphony man and that's actually Ooh. very beautiful and you all go through it together uh there's just something about it but yeah you do afterwards wonder what what am i doing um but there's a camaraderie i mean i don't know it is it's great and and horrible all at the same time it's weird Are there any memories or stories that were like 
the epitome of working at a restaurant on either good or bad? You know, I don't know. That's tough. That, I've never been asked that question. That's a really good question. I don't know. Maybe, maybe at the end, I'll, I'll, I'll try to think of something while we, while we chat here. Uh, but that's a, that, that is a great question. I don't know. Um, so how do you make money today? Podcast. This is it. This is it. I do the podcast uh, full time. Do you like sponsors or how do you, how do you get paid yeah. on the podcast? Yeah. Sponsored by Texas Real Food. That's who has been reaching out, right? That that all those people that reached out to set this up. Yeah, they sponsor the podcast. I work for them. I'll do other stuff for them. Uh, some recipe videos. Uh, before the pandemic, I was traveling to restaurants and filming my experience. Uh, but the pandemic came and you know took took care of that. So we've just been focusing. I mean, you could always try to recreate their recipes at home. I think I don't really like that excuse. Yeah. No. A little bit of offense. I like when people say no offense. It's like, you just offended me, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but I think my point there is, uh, That's funny. there's a lot, I think what I've been amazed and disappointed in, in our society, I'm amazed at all the ingenuity and like the speed of QR codes in restaurants and sure. all these different things that have been created. But I'm also disappointed that people are like, yeah, man, I miss my whole life. Can this just, I've had so many people, can this just end? And I'm like, can you just end your talking and go do something? <laughs> Because I think there's unlimited things to fix and change and do. And whether they want to stop innovation is what you're saying. They're saying like, just stop. No, I'm saying stop their whining. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm saying oh, that's the what they're saying. They're saying they want innovation to stop. Just just they want things to stop where they're at. They want coronavirus to stop. Oh, I see. No, I, what I'm saying is that I've been amazed at the, the, the adaptation of a lot of people. But I'm also sure. disappointed at how many people just want to sit and complain on the sidelines. Yeah. When I'm like, dude, there's unlimited money to make. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that can still be done. That's true. It just depends if you want to suck it up and do it or not. That is true, man. Some people aren't, some people are not. Yeah, that's a good point. No, I agree. Definitely agree. Um, yeah, it, you know, it's also a tough time for people. Some people just don't even know what to do. They're just losing their minds. Uh, yeah, 2020 has been the craziest year uh, ever for me, um, I would think. Uh, you know, even if not just personally, just, you know, t you know, seeing the the forest through the trees here. Right. Uh, it's a pretty crazy year. So, uh, but yeah, I, it's like been the best year of my life. I love this year. <laughs> yeah. Again, love, for me personally, love, it's been good. Yeah. You so said your life is great. I'm happy with my life for sure. I, I wouldn't uh, I would change other things around me. I would definitely. Right. Uh, but yeah. Dude, yeah, think about this. Ask? Now all the ugly people cover their faces. You don't have to look at them anymore. This is a great life. <laughs> <laughs> and all these good looking oh, yeah. people are like, damn it, I got to cover my face. Yeah, they're not harassed as much. That people like funny. me don't have to see my face ever again. Thank yes. God. Oh, man. Who knows, man? People, you know, people fight these masks. They don't they don't really want to wear the mask uh, right now. So, you know, it's funny about the things we it's okay. Like, we're like, I don't want to wear a mask, but like we do seatbelts. You don't hear, no one complained about seatbelt. Why? Because it just got, shut up and we just got used to it. How about when you weld? Do you put on a fucking mask? Why? Because you don't want the sparks to fucking fly in your fucking eyeballs. It's, it's really simple. It's, yeah. it's, well, it, I yeah. think the, the conspiracy, not conspiracy, but then the other side is that like that airborne stuff don't make no difference, and, which it might not. I don't know. You know, I try to not make decisions in my life, you know, pretend I'm an expert on things I don't know shit about. I do. I listen to other people who are experts and that's just how I live my life. Uh, you know, simple. If I have a plumbing issue, I call a plumber. He comes out, he takes care of it. If I got an electrician, right. It's, it's real simple. I'm not going to be like, well, no, I know better. Oh, you got three PhDs. Well, listen, my uncle, my uncle Fred told me something else. And I, you know, that sounds, that sounds more right to me. That's just, Again, critical thinking, right? That that's where I feel the issue is with a lot of people and can fix so many problems. I feel like that would just take care of so much. I don't know. You know, we'll see. Wishful thinking, I guess. You know, wishful thinking. Um, no, tell us tell us about what you you mentioned a little bit about what you do now. You know, so from working for all these places, helping businesses, what's your you know what's your day to day? Uh, well. There's personal and professional. So professionally, uh, my day to day is teaching people how to start businesses or do marketing on YouTube. That's youtube.com slash okay dork, uh, where we put out a lot of content that's if people are trying to, if people are unemployed, if people do have day jobs they hate, uh, we show them how to get the hell out of it. 
and how to take some action for themselves. And then I also advise the company I started. Let's say I'm like the, I'm the chief sumo at appsumo.com, which is the, the number one site online for entrepreneurs, number one marketplace for entrepreneurs. So people are looking to start businesses or grow businesses, or they have tools to, to sell to entrepreneurs where the, the place to go to. And then in my personal life, uh, I'm getting a pilot's license. That's been pretty fun. So really? it's scary. No shit. Yeah, I joke. It's the, it's the thing you do if you're rich and white and old. Um, how long does that take? By it the takes, way? it's, it's honestly, it, it is, people say it's expensive and I'm like, oh, it, it, it is expensive. It takes like 25 hours to get your solo, to be able to solo by yourself. That's 25 hours. And it's generally about, what is that average? It's about a hundred dollars an hour. When you say 25 hours, you mean 25 hours in the air, in the air with somebody else until they're like, you can do this on your own. Yeah. And then it's like seven fifty to 90 hours to get your license. Oh, oh, okay. So what do you have before that? Is it like a provisional license? Just a like, student permit. Yeah. Like it's like your okay, student, student permit. permit. Yeah. You got I don't know the real difference between, but anyways, that's taking a, that takes a lot of time. Um, but that, that's probably the majority of the things I do lately from like the cooking perspective in my free time. I've been, I've got a Traeger. Okay. Um, yeah. Traeger grill. So I've been trying to learn how to grill. I don't, I never knew how to grill. So trying that and, and making wine, it's kind of the two food related hobbies. And I guess making wine. Yeah. Making it's actually stupid easy to do. It's, you know, like that toilet jail wine, like that stuff. It's honestly a joke to make. Yeah, uh, of and course. I, I, but how does it taste? Dude, it tastes. I mean, I have a little Friday, little Friday Shabbat drink. So there we go. This is this batch is coconut wine. So it literally all it is is coconut sugar and yeast, and you just let it sit. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know, two weeks later, you have your own alcohol, which is pretty freaking cool, man. Yeah, that is cool. You're right. That is cool. So nice. Look at you. I'll take a little little sippy just see how make sure it's still good. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> anyway, that's how I spend my personal time. And just like, I don't know, I bike a lot. Uh, I got, I got, I'm, I'm, a, I like trying out a lot of different things. It sounds like it. I mean, you're just like on a whim. I'll just get a pilot license, you know, I'll just, I'll learn how to fly. I mean, what's the point of the pilot? Are you trying to buy a plane or you just want to say you have it? Are you just going to move past it? I think it's a little bit, of, yeah, that's a little bit of both probably. Like, I, I think it's a challenge to accomplish it. I think I want, I'm really afraid of doing it. Like when I'm flying, it's really scary. Really? I think, I, yeah, I think the the other piece of that fear is that it also, it, it makes it makes me feel like I have to prepare more in all aspects of life. Like you can't go flying and be like, oh, I'm just going to get up there and see how it goes. Like you are probably going to die. Yeah. <laughs> so it kind of is like, oh shit, I need to be planning in all aspects of my life. And this is one way I'm practicing that. That's it. Have you ever um, uh, skydove? Is that how you say it? Is that, is that the past tense of skydiving? Skydive? I think it's skydive. Skydive. Have you ever skydived? I've skydiven. Yeah. Skydiven. Skydiven. You skydiven. You have. Okay. So you know what it's like to jump out of a perfectly good airplane. Yes. Okay. Because uh, I mean, interesting. So when you get up there and you're flying, what's scaring you? What What is the fear that you feel? I mean, you're it, when you drive, your your worry about death is not that high. See, what's funny is I'm more scared in a car when I'm not driving. When I'm driving the car, I'm fucking, ain't no fear at all because I'm in control. Like, you know, you're talking to, you know, Knight Rider over here. I rock that shit. Wait, that doesn't make sense. Kit actually drove the car, right? That's taking yeah. the credit away from, from old Hasselhoff. But yeah, I feel, you know, I feel most, uh, you know, safe when I'm driving the car. But you're not like most people when they drive, they're not like everyone who's listening is probably, there's probably people driving. Yeah. And they're not like, I'm a, but like when a plane, you make some mistakes, you're dead. That's true, man. I mean, if you, yeah, if you, if you crash, it's pretty much lights out. Well, I mean, the joke they make in the pilot world stuff is like the, the dangerous part of flying is driving to the airport. Fuck. They make jokes in pilot, like pilot classes. That's, that's the last place I would be like, we're not joking here, guys. Can we not? <laughs> this is, I guess you got to have a little humor. You gotta have, um, dude. You gotta have fun in life, man. Sure. Well, of course, uh, absolutely. Um, God, that's interesting. Um, the, so what, do you what like kind of plane do? is it? Is oh, it a two? Is it I a fly two? normally like a Cessna. Yeah, Cessna prop plane. So they're just like two engines, right? Single, single propeller in the front. Oh, single propeller. So you have to go up front and like do the Indiana Jones shit, where you just like fucking. No. Wait, oh, okay. 
you don't have to get it going first. No. No. You, you know, I don't, the button. There's I like, don't know anything about planes. They're old planes, though. There's, um, they're 1960, 1970 planes. I don't know what the law is, but there's this law where if something's old and works, it, there's a likelihood it'll keep working. Something like that. I'm, I'm butchering it. But it's basically, if it's been working for a long time, theoretically, it'll keep working. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty old school. It's like, you know, you have to pump, you have to prime the engine and different things like that to get it going. That is just, I just don't even know, you know, that's just crazy. Really good today. That's just crazy. So, yeah, how's the coconut wine? It mm. tastes good. Honestly, it's getting better with time. Like, it's it's getting better. So what, uh, when you say coconut, are you adding? It's just literally coconut water. Fresh coconut? Oh, coconut water. No, okay. I use like non-constant, non-nat, all natural stuff. Added sugar, yeast, put it in the closet. I have a new, you want to see a new jug? I'm working on yeah, a new batch. Absolutely. Let's see what the color difference is, right? Well, how does it start off? And curious. call the coconut wine the brand's called bieber <laughs> but yeah you can see it honestly just coconut water sugar and you can see nice. it, you can't see it because you're a little far away but like there's little bubbles of the yeast eating sugar and pooping it out give me that alcohol that's it baby look at that i just uh spoke to uh uh i don't even know what i call him uh talk dirty the, what the brewer happening? The brewer from a brewery uh, up in love, a very famous brewery up in love. They just got named one of the top brew pubs in the country. Really? Which one? Uh, it's called um, LM. Uh, no, LBK Brewery. It's in downtown Lubbock. In downtown Maybe I'll fly Lubbock. up there. It's supposed to be really good. Uh, supposed to be really good beer. But yeah, I had them on. We were talking about beer and all that. And uh, it made me think of that. Uh, seeing your your coconut wine. Um, I think in the short lifetime that we get experience, it's like, you want to, you know, try stuff, try it all out, see what stuff you enjoy. Like I've enjoyed making this. I've tried other things like piano. I'm like, I just can't bring myself to play piano, but chess I love. And, you know, I think we should all try to, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say what's right or wrong way to live. I just think everyone's got to, you know, figure out what works for them. For me, it's trying out things. I, I know it's not being on Netflix all the time or, oh, I haven't watched that series. Yeah. Yeah, totally. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, you, you like doing shit. I, I feel you. I feel you. Absolutely. So okay. what? So what's uh what's coming up? Anything that's coming up that you're excited about coming up in the new year that you're working on? Any new projects that you're like? Just, yeah. You said you're giving away that car. Now you giving said away that's the car. this Friday, right? So that this means coming Friday on Black Friday, we're giving away my Tesla. You go to AppSumo.com. And hang on, could... it'll be out. The episode will will be out after. All right, it's already gone. That away. car's gone. Yeah, you lost the car's your gone. Yeah, you lost. Your... But go to AppSumo.com. If you're an entrepreneur or you want to be an entrepreneur, sign up for the newsletter. We put out stuff uh, that'll help you on your journey. So AppSumo.com. I'll tell you the things I'm excited about. I just decided today I'm going to do an Oktoberfest tent party in Austin, December 12th. So I'm sick of all the homeless getting the best real estate in Austin. So I'm going to go get put up tents where there are, and we're going to have a, a distant party taking back our city. Interesting. Okay, interesting. You're gonna put up competing tents, is what you're saying. Yeah. Where do they get all these tents from, by the way? Um, you know, that's a that's a good question. Who is giving them all the fucking tents? But anyways, I'm, we're putting we're having a tent party next year. I'm looking forward to biking across America. That's my my big thing next year. Really? I'm to, yeah, I want to raise a hundred thousand for uh, CodeToCollege.org in Austin. It's a student organization where they teach kids how to code and. Give, get, you know, I, I've been blessed with computers and technology, and so I want everyone to have that chance. That's awesome. And uh, so I want to bike across America too. So it's like put two good things together. Well, how? Uh, first of all, because I, I don't even know how far across is it? Are, are we talking mileage wise? Five thousand miles. Uh, What's it's the 3, distance? Thirty-five hundred miles. Thirty-five hundred so, miles. Yeah. So it takes like two to three months, depending on your speed. You could do it quicker too. I did a I did a pilgrimage in Spain. I walked six hundred miles. Did you really? Was that to get your wife? Was that like you had to like you had to prove yourself? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I must. She sent this me quest. on this. Yeah, she sent me on a quest. She's like, I want I want the milk. You got to go get it from Madrid, bitch. You don't you don't make get to Madrid. We are not getting together. Oh Mr. my god, Ribs Armstrong. 
Oh my god, I'm gonna tell her that's that is fucking hilarious. No, I've never heard that. Uh, no, that is so funny. No, it's called El Camino. I've I, you know, I've mentioned it on this podcast. Probably p- listeners like, dude. Patrick, oh, I listened to the all those up. episodes, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, no, please. Uh, but it took me 29 days on foot, and I remember people on bike that did the same distance. It took about two weeks, uh, roughly. So I'm trying to put that in my head together, you know. But you've got to rest a little bit in there, you know, halfway maybe or something. I don't know, you know. Two three months. Uh, you gonna do a zigzaggy? Where you where you? No, nah, I'm gonna start in New Santa York, Cruz. LA? I got a buddy over there, and then my parents live in Albuquerque, so I'm gonna try. To, I'm gonna bike through there. I want to go through Tennessee. I've got Tennessee's calling my name. Tennessee's beautiful, man. I've driven yeah, to Tennessee. It's it's lots of times. It's gorgeous. Sweet. That would be sweet. Cool. And then I'll, I'm gonna end up in Connecticut. My, I've got two best friends that live on the coast, so I'm gonna. I figured kind of a cool thing to go between the two, and then trying to fundraise, and then have people probably join me on the ride. So. As long as they're not creepy, which yeah. they always are, because I'm creepy too. They have, <laughs> well, we'll have some people come by and just like party with. Where, where are you? Sli- are you going to sleep outside? Yeah, bike packing. So this is going to be one of the more popular things you'll hear coming up in the next year or two. It's called bike packing. So it's basically there's a lot of camping gear now built just for traveling bikes and touring bikes. So I'm I've done it. I did it a few weeks ago to Pedernales and doing it next week to Bastrop. And uh, just kind of practicing, seeing how the gear works and so forth. Do you have the, the what do you call it, the trailer? You pull the I don't trailer do trailer. Bike? My brother is like a functional guy. So he's like, uh, he'd have like 80 pounds. I'm all yeah. about lightness. So yeah. I just have, I have a seat bag, a frame bag, and then a handlebar bag. Damn. Okay. No saddle bag. No, not damn. That's uh, the saddle bag is kind of a seat bag. And then the frame bag, there, it, it, it cares enough. The, mo- the harder yeah. thing is like water. Plus, I want to film, like, do, I do my YouTube. So, I, you know, I want to bring enough equipment. Sure. So Trade offs. Yeah. You might be, you're going to be double backpacking it or something. I don't know. Yeah. That's, damn, this sounds awesome. I love, I love hearing about adventures uh, like that. I mean, I wish I could do something like that. That's fucking awesome. Bro, you can do something like that. You and your wife can I mean, do tandem I, bikes. Get I a tandem of kids. Yeah. No, no kid. Well, dogs. We got our two dogs. Yeah. They're well, kids. Take your wife, put her on the, do tandem bicycle and ride across America, man. You've you've obviously never met my wife before. Dog. I've met yeah. Spain. I lived in Spain for the past few summers. It, it those I guess I don't know a lot of Spanish women. I can imagine though. There's some Spanish women that might do it, but you know they're gonna look at you like "Está loco, tío." I mean, it's that simple, <laughs> right? "Está loco, tío." ¿Qué te pasa? Dude, your happen. accent. I honestly thought I was back in in Spain. I was like, "Is this? Am I watching Money Heist on Netflix? What's happening here?" Oh, Money Heist! Good shout out, dog. I love that show, man. That's I got you. Like, I do watch some of this stuff. I just try to. Not, I think a lot of it's garbage. Only a few of its quality. That you know, I actually love European storytelling in particular, but Spanish storytelling in particular, and French storytelling. So when I lived in Europe, I loved watching the shows and everything. It's just they just tell stories differently. Money Heist is actually very that's an american show right it's very americanized in a lot of ways because spanish shows are not normally like that i mean that's the biggest show in spain as well you know if you're there they're just like oh money eyes they can't well it's called casa de papel there it's a different uh dude you should do a, a show just all in spanish you know i would love to do that honestly that would be cool i've tried to get my wife to do a show with me so we could do english and spanish and just be rocking that's it. Hot. i mean right that would be cool but she's not a she doesn't want to speak into the mic. She's like, no, nobody wants to hear from me. I don't have anything to say. I'm not no one wants it. to hear from anyone. That's what I tell her. I say, well, you think people want to hear from me? I'm just, I'm a narcissist, right? I'm just, I'm forcing it. So you can no, force you seem it like with a nice me. guy. I don't believe that. You know, I'm a nice guy. Yeah, of course. You know, you seem like a good dude. You know, I, I think so. I don't know. I, you know, I, look, dogs love me. That's yeah, my, of course they do. I'm your dog. That's my, and your dog. <laughs> love me. That's my, uh, what do you call it? You know, that that's how I judge not judge people but check on people. If a dog doesn't like somebody, I'm I'm real weary about that part. What's that famous Bill Murray quote where he said like, "I trust." I'm gonna totally butcher it, right? Like, I trust a person. Forget it. I'm just not. I, I don't trust a person who doesn't like dogs, but I trust a dog that doesn't like a person. That's what it is. I, I've thought about it similarly. Where like, when I'm dating. Or just friends, you can tell a lot about the person by their dog. Yeah, that's a good. That's and you can also, true. you know, like that dog is unbehaved, that owner is unbehaved, which maybe yes. maybe people are into. <laughs> also, you can tell a lot about persons <laughs> that have cats because you're just like, oh, you're weird. 
And if you got them both, you're like, where are you? Where where are you at here? You just can't even. You're you're by. Yeah, you buy. <laughs> you just you you do it all. You like the claws and the paws. Oh, well, this... uh, that's good rhyme, dude. I got I do have... <laughs> my man. And then uh, I got, we're actually I got another podcast thing in Majigger. No, for sure, for sure. Uh, well, thank but you I so like much. You. Thank you so much, yeah. man. This has been awesome. I really appreciate the conversation and uh, my best to you and your family, man, during this time. Uh, I wish you the best and your all the listeners, all the people of Texas, everyone who's not in Texas. I don't wish them well, but the ones in <laughs> Texas, I wish them well. God bless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome, man. Well, look, hey, I'm going to enter in. If I get that Tesla, I'm going to insert it at the end of this video of me driving the Tesla away. Oh my god! The... Honestly, bro, that would be so dope. That'd be dope. <laughs> that would be dope. That would. I like dope. someone who I know wins, but like the software chooses it. I don't. I don't choose nothing. Hey, I got you. I'll hit that button for you. All I right, man. You, you, you take care. All right, brother. Be good, boss. Peace. The Lone Star Plate Podcast is produced by Texas Real Food. Go to texasrealfood.com and you can search your city for stores, butchers, restaurants, farmers markets, and more. We're using fresh artisanal organic sources it's a fun site that brings all natural options all together i hope you enjoyed this episode for more information go to the lonestarplay.com i'm your host patrick scott armstrong until next time mm -hmm.